well done Debbie that was amazing and very brave and <laughs> I was crying <laughs> it's been such a joy and privilege to be to have had to have gone on this journey with you Debbie and Katie who also attended I just I think it's made as as much of an impact on all the leaders as much as it is the people that attended the course mm. um we had spoken about some amazing we had some amazing conversations prayers just opportunities to just see the spirit move and we really did we started in a very normal location as an alpha course does in a cafe or and we started in revive cafe and transitioned through a pandemic into zoom meetings but the one thing that stayed the same was the same god and the same spirit and we're just blown away of course the spirit is not restricted to four walls and god still moved and we're still blown away by the things that god has been able to do in this time um so the few things that we covered on the many weeks that we uh, did the alpha course were some of the things were um, discovering who Jesus is, why he died, how can we have faith, um, how to pray, how to read the Bible, how God guides us, which leads us nicely into where we are this evening, at looking at the person of the Holy Spirit. For those of us who um, are Christians, who have the Holy Spirit living in us, we get to spend the rest of our lives discovering who he is and how he works in different ways. We have read in Acts chapter 2 that the Holy Spirit came from heaven and filled the whole house where the disciples were sitting. Tonight we are inviting the same Holy Spirit into our homes to where we're sitting right now. We're going to spend the next few minutes looking at the Holy Spirit and how he moves. Um, I'm just going to pray quickly before I hand over to Jeff. Yeah, Lord, we, we thank you that you're a good God. We thank you that you are a constant God, that you do not change, that you are the same God yesterday, today and forever, Lord. And we, we can cling on to you. We thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit, that you use us in our weakness, Lord. And I just pray this evening that you come and just flow out, like Debbie said, like flow out of us like a river, that you would um, do something this evening that would impact Crawley and the rest of the world Lord that there would be something here this evening that said that would impact so many lives we pray Holy Spirit come use us speak to us speak to our ear we we pray that we're able to hear you move this evening thank you Father amen 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 yeah thank you so much to all of you who have have shared already this evening um it really has been a privilege to to be on this alpha journey uh with all of you um and so just as we focus over the next few minutes on the person of the holy spirit just at the very outset i want to reaffirm the holy spirit is god um he was there in the beginning as we watched in this video he was there at the beginning in creation uh, he's been there throughout history uh, he's here with us today and he will be with us forever um and the other thing I want to affirm is that God is love. Um, and so the Holy Spirit, are um, he reveals the love of God to us, into our hearts. Again, what Debbie was talking about, that, that kind of head, head knowledge thing, but down to experiencing the love of God. So I want to look tonight um, 
at two things the first of which is what what does the holy spirit do um and so as we look at this uh tonight the holy spirit is the one who gives us new spiritual birth um when we accept jesus we are adopted as sons and daughters into god's family when we accept jesus as our savior and we turn around our lives from living for ourselves and choose to live for him he invites us to join his family we become his sons and his daughters. And then as sons and daughters of God, we also become brothers and sisters, those believers, those of us who have chosen to follow Jesus, uh, our brothers and sisters in, in Christ, the Bible teaches us. And so we're united um, as one family with each other. And that unity spreads far uh, beyond just this local church. It spreads across the churches in Crawley, across this nation, across the world. Um, and we're brothers and sisters with those who have gone before us um, and for those who will go after us. This is a, an, eternal, um, a, an eternal truth. And so as children of God, we are also made heirs. Um, we're those who um, share an amazing inheritance it's such a privilege to to inherit something of eternal significance and so the holy spirit brings us into a really great intimacy with god the father um, we'll read in romans um, chapter chapter eight um, where the apostle paul writes the spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again Rather, the spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship, and by him we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. By the spirit of God, we are not to be those who live in fear, but who live in the freedom of Christ. The Holy Spirit helps us to develop our relationship with God. Further on in uh, Romans chapter 8, uh, verses 26 and 27, it says this, In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the spirit because the spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. So the Holy Spirit helps us to develop our relationship with God. He helps us in ways that our language uh, doesn't comprehend or isn't able to communicate. And as we develop this relationship with God, we become like Jesus. The characteristics of Jesus are shown by the fruit of the spirit, which we can find in Galatians 5. The fruit of the spirit are love and joy and peace, patience, kindness and goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. It's a new way of living for those who are living in the life of the spirit, free from our old ways of living for ourselves and focused and looking at living for Jesus. Then there are the gifts of the spirit, gifts for everyone through the Holy Spirit, uh, for the common good of all believers. We can find, uh, or you can find, we're not going to have time tonight, uh, those in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. It goes through um, the gifts that the Spirit gives to each of us for our common goods, for the building up of the church in all its diversity and all its beauty. 
the gifts he gives us are not for us to store up to ourselves, um, but are for us to use to serve one another in the body of Christ. Noah read earlier um, in Acts 1 verse 8 that the Holy Spirit comes upon us and gives us power. Uh, we receive power when the Holy Spirit comes. And that power is for the purpose of us to be witnesses and to serve others. We're empowered by the Holy Spirit to share the good news of Jesus and to serve in such a way with the gifts he's given us that points people to him. Again, earlier on, Ruel read from uh, John chapter seven, where it says, let anyone, let everyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them it's really interesting that debbie shared just earlier that it felt like rivers were coming out of her as she felt the the holy spirit at that first point um and then again as we find uh, as we continue in the the passage in acts 2 um peter says this he says repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of jesus christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you yes you will receive the gift of the holy spirit the promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off for all whom the lord our god will call it is for everyone the holy spirit is available to everyone who repents has been baptized uh, and so we're asking tonight we're asking for this holy spirit to come and fill each verse that's our invitation right now that's your invitation tonight in this age of the spirit where Jesus has freely poured out the spirit that raised him from the dead. And so if you're thirsty tonight, come and drink from the fountain that never runs dry. And the second part of what I just want to talk through uh, tonight is, is what is, how can I be filled uh, with the Holy Spirit? How can we be filled? Paul writes to the church in Ephesus and encourages them to go on being filled with the spirit. He says, be filled with the Holy Spirit, but he writes in such a way that implies that you, you need to go on being filled. As, as followers of Jesus, we know that we can't do anything without the help of the Holy Spirit. He's our guide. He's our help. He's the one who uh, speaks to us and guides us. And so whether tonight will be the first time you're filled with the Spirit or the hundredth time you're filled, we are coming to one whose fountains will never run dry, one who will satisfy every need, one who is by very definition love. And all we have to do is ask, Jesus says, come to me. The spirit says, come. Steve read this morning, the spirit and the bride say, come. Uh, the father's arms are open wide to you this evening. And so when we are filled with the Holy Spirit, we're filled with the love of God. It's, it's God who is love. His by very definition, by very the very root of his character is love. And the spirit is 100% God. We, we discovered at the start, God is spirit, the spirit is God. And so often our first experience of the Holy Spirit is to encounter this love of God. We get to understand, we get to know, we get to experience and encounter such love from our Father in heaven. And being filled with the Spirit enables us to experience the love of God, which can be experienced physically, but the focus should be on the person, God, rather than the experience itself. Generally, we're not so good at this. Uh, it takes a lot of effort for us to look beyond the gift and to the giver. Um, I had my, my birthday earlier this week, so I'm just going to pop on my very special birthday hat. 
Um, and I was blessed with so many amazing presents. Um, but the beauty of the presents is in the thoughtfulness that goes into them, the, the love and the, the, the thoughts that go into the person that bought it. Just earlier today, I was dropped off um, a, a little gift that we'll uh, maybe open after this meeting um, just from some friends. And again, we so often focus and say, wow, that's such an amazing present. Look at the presents I got for my birthday. Look at the presents we got for Christmas. Look at, look at these gifts I've got. Um, but we don't often take the time to look to the person that gives. Often we'll say thank you because we're good people. Um, mm -hmm. But I think, again, Amy bought me many amazing presents for my birthday, um, which we've been enjoying over the last couple of days. Um, but is it about the gift itself or is it about uh, the one who's given it? And so God is the one who gives good gifts to his children. And so let's keep our focus on him tonight. Again, he loves to lavish his gifts on us. He loves to give every good and perfect gift that comes from above. And so in response, should I keep the hat on? No. No. Oh. <laughs> Thought I looked really good. I don't anyway. think anyone would be able to take you seriously. Sorry. <laughs> this is very serious. <laughs> Sorry. So in response to uh, the gifts that we've received, in response to our love for God, um, we, we offer up our praise and our worship to him. As we experience his love, we are freed um, to express our gratitude in abundance and in fullness with an overflowing with thankful hearts one of the gifts the holy spirit gives to us is uh, the gift of tongues speaking in tongues um, which is a language that helps us in our prayer and worship of god as we invite the holy spirit tonight it may be that you receive this gift of tongues or for those who have already received you'll be able to exercise it in all its fullness and so the Bible talks about uh, two types of tongues, the, the tongues uh, of fire that Noah read about, the, the gift of languages that was given to the uh, disciples in Acts 2 um, was the gift of languages. It was the gift that allowed other people around them from other nations uh, who spoke different languages to understand what they were saying. Um, and the second was uh, angelic tongues, the tongues uh, that Paul talks about in 1 Corinthians 13. Uh, angelic tongues give us a way of expressing our deepest and innermost and often unspeakable emotions and thoughts and desires in a way that God hears and understands. But that isn't confined to the knowledge of our mother tongue or language, but we get to receive this as a gift. We speak from our spirit directly to him. And the Holy Spirit isn't an add-on. He isn't an optional extra to God. He's not this, this little gift on the side. He, he is God. Um, and so he, he wants to lavish his love. He wants to let you know that he loves you tonight. God loved you so much that he sent his son Jesus to die for you. Um, and when Jesus ascended, as we celebrated this morning, this is Ascension Sunday, the day we remember that Jesus ascended back to heaven where he is now seated, ruling and reigning over all things. Um, and we remember that when, as he ascended, he said, uh, it is better that I would go so that you can receive the Holy Spirit. Jesus' plan for us, his hope for us, is that we receive this gift of the Holy Spirit tonight. I just want to talk about three barriers that we can often put up when we're talking about being filled with the Holy Spirit uh, and receiving the gifts that he gives. And those three, three barriers are, um, to those who doubt, um, the promise is that everyone who asks will receive, that everyone who seeks uh, and knocks the door will be opened 
God is not a God who wants to be hidden or uh, not known. He's a God who wants to make himself known. And so to those who are doubting, oh, I couldn't, I would never receive the Holy Spirit. He says, just knock, just ask, just seek me and you will find. To those who fear, they're not sure what, what this all means. Um, again, the Bible promises that God is a God who gives good gifts. Uh, that's a lot of G's. Um, and as Debbie said earlier, she, she's discovered that God is good. He, he wants the best for us, for our lives. And by his spirit, we get to step into the promise of abundant life that Jesus promised to us. And finally, to those who feel inadequate or unimportant or not important enough, uh, the only condition is to ask. Um, the only condition that we that God says is, is just ask me, uh, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? And so that's what we're going to do now. The Holy Spirit says, come. So we ask and we say, come Holy Spirit. As we come to him, he will come to us. As we draw near to him, he will draw near to us. Wherever you are, why don't you close your eyes at this moment? Just maybe open your hands ready to receive. Again, as people give us gifts, we often say, oh, thanks very much. Um, but let's keep our eyes fixed on uh, and focused on, on God. He's ready to send his Holy Spirit. So wherever you are, maybe repeat with me, Holy Spirit, come, come into my heart, come into my home, come and be with me. We don't need to say anything more. We invite you, Holy Spirit, would you come? I'm going to hand over to Jackie now, who's going to pray for us, but I think we'll just take a moment, um, just try and pray that prayer in your mind, just wait on the Holy Spirit. He's so ready to come and meet with you. So let's just pray this prayer one more time. Holy Spirit, come. Thank you. 